Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We often have a hard time speaking truth, whether it's fear of hurting someone or fear of being disliked that keeps us from it, we need to reassess. Pastor J.D. reminds us today how hard it can be to say the things that no one wants to hear, but it's truth, and it needs to be said. Don't turn away when the listening gets tough. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 5th, 2021. It goes on, quoting, Agreed. I suggest amputation for those who insist on loving. Agreed. Point three, abolition of emotions, of will, of charity, and of dignity, and other infectious diseases of prehistoric origin. Agreed. Close quote. 1963. I was one year old. I remember. I, we popped popcorn, watched this thing. No. <laughs> 1963. Well, let's fast forward to 1999. And this video game by the same name, Omicron, the nomad soul. In it, you will find David Bowie, Remember him? Who not only wrote and performed the soundtrack for the game, but is virtual as pictured here in the game, and says to the player of the game, and I quote, So, you are a stranger here in Omicron, conqueror of demons. You're not the first video game player to get your soul trapped in this dimension. What? Omicron? Soul trapped in a demonic dimension? Omicron? A body inhabited by this demonic entity? By the way, doubtless you've heard about Facebook's new rebranding. Come on. Is this a coincidence? Metaverse? Meta? Metaverse? You know, I was thinking about this. Satan cannot create or originate anything. All he can do is counterfeit. So God is the creator of the universe. What's Satan going to do? He's going to create a counterfeit universe, an alternative universe, the metaverse. 
You know what this metaverse is all about? I hope you're doing your research on this, and please don't just take my word for it. I'm still researching this, and I have to confess that I'm just blown away and taken back by how demonic this is. This metaverse is all about trapping and possessing souls in a demonic dimension. I didn't take the time today, but you know what you might want to do? is do your own research and just start with the definition of avatar. Because you see, you, you can be whoever you want to be. You create your own avatar. Look up the definition of avatar. And you can do whatever you want in this alternate reality, this virtual reality, this metaverse, which is a trap to inhabit and possess souls demonically from the pit of hell. Here's the bottom line. Yes, evil strings are being pulled to control and possess the souls of men, but God is using it to save the souls of men. I hope you don't tire of me saying this. I think I probably say this every week, and I'll probably keep saying this every week. Do you know how many people we will see in heaven because of this, that would not have otherwise come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, had it not been for this? Do you know how many testimonies we receive on a weekly basis from people that are sharing with us how either they came to Christ or they came back to Christ. They were living their cotton candy Christianity. Um, That's what I call it, I'm sorry. That's what it is. Cotton candy Christianity. How unhealthy spiritually is that? Could you imagine living only on cotton candy? First of all, you would have no teeth. It's all fluffy and sweet and ah, No talk of sin. No mention of Bible. Don't you dare talk about Bible prophecy. And let's just kind of, you know, let's take the edge off of it and let's... Uh, You know, they don't want to hear that. They need to hear that. Sorry, I'm yelling. I always get a kick out of it, for lack of a better way of saying it, when people say, you know, they share very honestly, and I appreciate the honesty. You know, Pastor J.D., I've been following online for many years, and I stopped watching you. I just couldn't take it anymore. And then all of a sudden I I realized that everything you were saying, as much as I didn't want to hear it, was starting to happen. So I started watching you again. I just want you to know it's really hard. And I don't respond. I don't have time to respond. Probably as good of a time as any again to say that. I We get a lot of, of course, the volume of, you know, emails and comments. But maybe this would be my official response. It's hard to hear this. Try being the one who says this. 
You know, I took a couple weeks to just kind of seek the Lord here a while back, and I was sharing on Thursday night, you know, I'm going to just take a couple weeks and seek the Lord, just a lot of unknowns, and I was going to come back with this deep, theological, profound, you know, wow, pastor, what did God minister to you? Oh, He ministered to me. You know what I came back with? Two weeks with the Lord. He loves me. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. I mean, I needed a break from me and the updates. You know, it's pretty hard when, <laughs> I'm going to actually share a testimony that speaks to this, but I'm not looking for, you know, sympathy or empathy or any of that. I, I would covet prayer, of course, obviously, but you think it's hard hearing these updates or watching these updates? Try doing these updates. There's times where I don't want to hear the update. <laughs> I mean, it's just, are you kidding me? One more thing, please just to indulge me, and I, I hope this is the Holy Spirit. I do continue to get many comments and emails about, Pastor, why don't you talk about the Middle East anymore? I mean, things are heating up right now. Russia, Ukraine, China, Taiwan, the U.S. is somewhere in all of that. And why don't you talk about that anymore? All you talk about is this, week in, week out, same thing, every time. Can't you move on? No. But I did take it to the Lord. Lord, um, should I start talking about the Middle East again? And you know what I got from the Lord? Oh, you want to go back to the good old days. Because isn't that representative of, oh man, those were the days, yeah? When we could talk about Isaiah 17 and Ezekiel 38, and you know, this is what the Bible says, and all the players are geopolitically in place, and oh, by the way, uh, so you know, uh, they still are. But I, I, I asked the Lord to search my heart concerning this. And I inquired of the Lord, Lord, okay, so maybe I am hyper-focused on this. But here's the thing. I don't sense that I have permission from the Lord. Because yes, that's happening. Yes, that's Bible prophecy. Yes, it's coming to pass. But when that alarm clock goes off tomorrow morning, unless you're in Syria, you're not dealing with Syria. When that alarm clock goes off tomorrow morning, this is what you're dealing with. And this is what I'm dealing with too, while we're at it. I don't mean to sound angry, it's a, maybe a righteous anger. But it's almost like this, if not you, who? If not now, when? If not here, where? Ah, one last thing. Have I said one last thing yet? I haven't, right? Okay, good. 
when Peter asked the Lord, or I should say the Lord asked Peter, well he asked the disciples, when after a hard teaching the multitudes bailed on the Lord, they just couldn't take it. This is too hard. And Jesus turns to the disciples and says, are you guys going to bail on me too? And Peter responds, where else are we going to go? You alone have the word of life, the words of life. Yeah, it is a hard teaching. Yeah, I don't want to hear this. Yeah, I, I would love nothing more than for all of this to just be over with. We can go back to normal. <laughs> I hope you know that's not happening. We can go back to like it was back in the good old days. Have potluck. I don't know, for you new people, you have no idea what we did before you came to this church. Man, we had the potluck. The line was all the way over here, and good food. Everybody had bring the good grinds, and oh, I mean, after we stopped, I lost some weight. I put it all back on again, and then some, but oh, the food, the fellowship. I want to go back to that. It ain't coming back. I would love to go back to that. Believe me, I would love to. But I can't. I have to speak the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. And this is the truth. This is the evil plan of man. This is how it ends. This ends in the rapture for the believer. And it ends in the seven year tribulation for those who are not saved. They will go into the seven year tribulation. Many will get saved in the tribulation. They're not the bride. They're the, as we affectionately refer to them, the tribulation saints. But this is how this ends. This is how this ends. And that's the truth. And I will have to give an account to God. If I get up here, as is my privilege to, and stand behind this pulpit and tell you anything different, because if I do, then your blood's on my hands. I know that sounds very selfish, but I don't want your blood on my hands. That's on me. That's why we do these updates. That's why we end with the gospel and a simple childlike explanation of the gospel. It's so childlike simple. Let me just do the ABCs of salvation, and I want to kind of weave into the fabric of this the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. The A in the ABCs of salvation is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner, because unless and until you do, you're not interested in the Savior. And isn't this the number one reason why people have no interest in the Savior? They fancy themselves as being a good person. And here's the problem. There's going to be a lot of good people in hell, and a lot of very bad people in heaven. And I'll be at the front of that line. And don't look at me all spiritually, you're right behind me. So that's not what determines our entrance into heaven. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why, it's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again. 
spiritually to enter the kingdom of heaven. Well, how do you get saved? How is one born again? Watch this. You have to die (laughs) to live. Die to self. Pick up the cross. Why pick up the cross? Because He went to the cross and paid your death penalty for you instead of you. That's the good news. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. It's the death penalty. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. He purchased that gift in His blood. He paid for it in full for you and for me. And He offers us this gift of eternal life that He paid for, that He purchased. And that's the good news. That's the gospel salvation found in the person of Jesus Christ. Now, once somebody acknowledges they're a sinner and their need for the Savior, that brings them to the B, which is believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised Him from the dead. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Just believe. And then once one believes, then the expression is to call upon the name of the Lord. Confess with your mouth, which is what Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10, 13 says, All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I implore you, if you've never called upon the name of the Lord, Today is the day of salvation. Do not delay the most important decision of your life for eternal life. I implore you, the time is at hand. Let me end with this but God testimony that wishes to remain anonymous. You'll see why here in a moment. They write, Hi JD, we've been a part of your online church for about a year. My husband, get this, works for one of the pharmaceutical companies that makes the COVID-19 vaccine. He isn't involved with making, testing, or distributing the vaccine. Rather, he works at a different facility testing some of their other products. When the mandate came, we wondered how the pharmaceutical company that made the vaccine would possibly give an exemption that criticize the very company he is employed by. We use your exemption letter, and we thank you for being a vessel for him. God used our time of waiting to see if the exemption was approved as a time to grow our faith and trust in him. Our young daughter prayed one night, Dear God, Please don't let daddy's job try to make him get the shot. But if they do, no problem, because you'll just figure something else out. 
Oh, out of the mouths of babes, that childlike faith and trust, yeah. We were biting our fingernails a little bit more than her. We didn't know how it would get approved, but God allowed it. Only He could have done that. We were and are so thankful, but in the waiting we trusted that He would take care of us either way. I think God honored that. Now she shares this, and I wanted to share this part of it. Sometimes I edit these for time, but I wanted to include this because I think it might be an encouragement to those of you that have wayward daughters or prodigal sons. That is the most painful thing I know for a parent. They write, around this same time, our young adult daughter announced to hundreds on social media that she is now an agnostic and walking away from the Christian faith. I'm sure you can imagine the depth of sorrow that goes with that kind of announcement. And now, of all times, when the Lord's return seems so near. So, we choose to trust again. And I'm reminded of Peter's words, Lord, (laughs) to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of life. There is nowhere else to turn but to Him. And we will do it time and time again. Satan means it for evil, but God will use it for good. We thank you for sharing truth, but always with compassion and love. I sure hope I do. It can be lonely when others within the Christian community seem oblivious to these end times. So it has been so comforting to listen to your messages over this past year. I'm sure it's been extremely hard for you as you talk about these controversial subjects, but we thank you for pressing on and encouraging us. We love you and appreciate you, and I just want all of you to know the feelings are mutual. Uh, Father in heaven, (laughs) I mean, what do we say? How do we pray? This is probably where the Holy Spirit comes in and intercedes (laughs) on our behalf, because we we know not how we ought to pray. How do we pray? I mean, we pray, Lord, come quickly, but yet there are so many who will be left behind if you do. But at the same time, Lord, we know that we have long overstayed our welcome in this world, not our home. Lord, we do want you to come. We do want to bring as many people with us at the rapture as we possibly can. And Lord, we know that you're doing that. You're bringing many people into your kingdom through all of this. And so, Lord, that we can be a part of that is such a profound privilege for us. But Lord, we do say and we do pray, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. 
Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.